For quite a while, I have liked the look of the Kia Optima, a medium-sized sedan. They haven't driven one for a while. We have driven the Ford Mondeo, and it has come a long way, and the Toyota Camry has just got a bit better looking. A bit. Uh, Subaru's latest Liberty is a pretty good car. They've made some big improvements in recent years. So how is the Optima holding up? We went to the launch last year, but now we've had them, the two models, for a week or so. They are only two versions, in fact. The SI, 34500 plus on-roads costs, and the GT, it comes in at about $44,000. That's actually a price hike of $3,000 on previous models, but then again, it's still not that dear. Errol has driven the base model, and I have driven both. Errol joins me on the line to talk about it. Errol, you'd have to say uh, an Optima looked pretty good in the driveway. Yeah, David, when I came over to uh, to pick it up, I actually thought it was another much more expensive model that may have been in the driveway that you'd recently had. It really is a really stylish-looking car, and, and it's it would have to be up there as one of the, the better-looking of the, um, shall we say, affordable medium-sized sedans. Those sedans, which you go back to the Magna days, and, of course, the Camrys that have been around, have always been, as I've said, like sensible shoes, practical sorts of things. But really, the Optima a few years ago came out with what was a pretty darn good-looking car. This one has changed a bit with the new model. I'm not sure it's that much better, although I prefer the wheels, the mag wheels on them, and then the model it replaced particularly the upmarket version. So, yeah, all pretty good, you, you would have to say. How did it drive? What was it like on the road? Well, it, it passed what I call the get-in-and-go test. So, you know, there's nothing, nothing odd about it. It doesn't have things in funny places or anything. It's really quiet. I've noticed that it's, you know, a big win. It's got a really uncluttered, uncluttered dash with not too much information. You don't have that information overload. You get in um, some other models and... Um, and um, you get a fair amount of uh, standard um, active and, and passive safety features out of the box. Nice 7-inch touchscreen. The, the infotainment system, was that good? Yeah, it's a big clear screen and easy to read, and uh, it's got GPS with uh, live, live traffic info. Also has an active speed warning alert with audio. Sorry, I don't want to appear as though I break the law a lot, but I actually wanted to turn it off. It's like lane departure warning that gives you a big buzz. Mm. You think, oh, all right, I made a mistake. Oh, I've, I've done it again. And particularly if it's very sensitive. I, I want to learn. I don't mind that. But sometimes if you just go a few k's over the limit, you know you're doing it and you're, you're going to slow down anyway. I don't need a nagging voice to tell me. Yeah, if you're going down, a, you know, going into a dip and up again, you, you're not going to hold the, the brakes all the way down. I went up turning the alert back to visual because it was, you know, there's only so many times you can hear. You are over the speed limit. But, of course, if your teenager on P-plates is driving, you're going to leave that turned on. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you also get speed sensing cruise control, which uh, I found worked um, really well, uh, except that occasionally wouldn't turn on for no apparent reason. But um, when it was on, it worked, it worked well. I don't know if I'm getting old or I'm struggling with technology, but sometimes I just find cars, it just, it does things one way. And when you do, you appear to do exactly the same. It doesn't do the same thing for you. Mm. I find that difficult. Uh, in terms of the engine, you had the bigger engine, but the less power, non-turbo. It was a non-turbo engine. 2.4 litres, adequate? Yeah, yeah, you get a, um, almost 140 kilowatts. 
it's more than enough guts. I mean, this isn't a, a rocket of any kind, but um, yeah, you're not going to be lacking in power at all. Something like this, and 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 you had the one with the two liter turbo, which has got about another more than forty kilowatts more and uh, about a hundred newton meters more more torque. So, what, what was that like? It was a better engine. The two point four non turbo is an older engine. This two liter one is a newer, a new engine. And do you know what? I hardly noticed it to start with because I just, to my mind, it's a medium-sized sort of family sort of car. They call it a GT. They used to call it the Platinum. I think the Platinum is probably a more appropriate word. Mm. It's upmarket rather than being a Grand Tourer, as the name GT suggests. It's not as if it's a bad Tourer. And the extra power when you do use it, you know, it's there and it's obviously better, mm. but it doesn't turn it. I think you use the expression there, it's not a rocket. And the GT version isn't a rocket either, but not that I want it to be. It's faster, but it's not actually fast. But compared to, to other models, and the Camry falls into this market, which have a Clayton Sports model, which has exactly the same engine as the regular one, this does actually have more power. Um, mm. So you do have more more power and better tyres, but aside from that, the real differences are really more features. And, and we should mention that you can have any spec level you like as long as it's the SI or the GT. It is rather uh, limited in that regard. I've got to say, while we're talking about the engines, and they come with the uh, typical Kia come Hyundai six-speed automatic gearbox, the engine's got pretty good miles per gallon or litres per hundred they rated at 8.3 for the, the less powerful engine and 8.5 for the turbo now that's actually not much difference although a number of testers had found that the smaller powered engine actually does better than the rating which is quite unusual usually you add about 10 percent but the 2.4 litre, not the world's greatest powerful engine, but is really not bad on economy. Some mm. certainly talk around the 7 and the 7.5 sort of level. Yeah, well, you're certainly not taxing the engine at all in, in, in typical use. Full spare, you like that? Yes, it, it is good to have a full-size spare, and there's really no excuse in a, in a car of this size anyway. Being a, a car of this size, it's got uh, heaps of you know great rear legroom, um, a big boot with uh, split-fold rear seats. The boot has 510 litres without folding the seats down. That's as good as, if not a bit better, than a Commodore, I think. Yeah. And, of course, the Commodore rear seats don't fold down. You said that you had a bit of trouble with the smart cruise control not met warning. A little bit frustrating? Yeah, that was probably the, the biggest frustration. It, it wouldn't turn on, and it just said conditions not met or something. It didn't explain why. Sort of the, the first car I've got in where you press the cruise control and it doesn't just enable like every other car does. It's obviously an overly cautious system for safety reasons, but yeah, it was certainly frustrating. And, and I, I also found the visibility a bit unexpectedly limited. The, the side mirrors were pretty, pretty small. The design of, you know, it's a nice, a stylish car, but it has that high window line, which tends to reduce your, the visibility around you. Uh, when you're parking rear camera they're they're there they're a good idea did it work well uh, it worked well except when it was raining uh, and it got drops all over it and it was unusable i haven't experienced before so that was a bit bit unexpected they might want to work on their aerodynamics around the around the camera i said that i find lane departure warning sometimes can be a bit annoying i didn't think i was that bad and i don't still don't think i'm that bad how did this one hold up when it was working it worked quite well but it often would not get a, a lock 
on the road. So we'd often go into sort of, you know, not working mode um, and not actually warn you. So you, you had to have really clear lines on both sides of the, the lane. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't work. Again, it seems to be more on the cautious side. It's, it'd rather not work at all than work with some degree of error. Look, it's, you know, it's it's the path of the course with this technology. It's sort of still in the sort of the first generation that we're seeing in these you know, affordable cars with this kind of uh, active safety. So it's only going to get better with the next model. It's rather hard to test. Quite often everyone says, oh, I've got lane departure warning or I've got electronic stability control, which, as I've said, is mandatory now. But is one better than the other? The GT, you mentioned it had a few extra features, heated and cool front seats and cooled front seats. I think that's pretty good. 10-speaker premium audio, and it also had a heated steering wheel. I'm not sure I really needed that. Hmm. That's for, it's useful in a convertible, uh, which, <laughs> which we've seen a few times. Uh, but, yeah, not so much in a sedan with, you know, dual zone climate. And it had one feature that perhaps aims at a more Asian market than the Australian market. And I'm thinking of the cigarette lighter. Yes, an actual cigarette lighter uh, and an ashtray, if, if you don't mind losing a cup holder. Again, they, they've, only, like we, they've only got the two-spec levels, so they're just kind of covering their, their bases. Overall, then, you would find that if you weren't wanting to be a boy racer, but you're wanting comfort and convenience, you'd take this car? It's hard to, to look at, you know, the more popular models. Um, the Camry's the obvious choice, which uh, for this level of specification is about another three or four grand and doesn't come with the, the looks or the seven-year unlimited kilometre warranty. So, yeah, it's, it, perhaps we'll see more of them. Kira is certainly improving in the market and their, their warranty is probably one of their, their big, big winners for them. With the Camry is you can actually get a cheaper one, but as you say, it does not have as much features. I would think the Mondeo is a very sophisticated car and things like the Subaru Liberty has improved itself uh, very well and, and got a, a much better look around it as well. Still, that's the Kia Optima. Errol, thank you very much for your time. No worries, David. And we'll talk a little quirky news in a moment. There's Errol Smith, and as I say, that was the Kia Optima medium-sized sedan, now on the market in two forms. 